Welcome back to Nothing Shines Like Dirt, episode 52. I'm Leslie Shannon. And I'm Elise Sievert. Today, you get to listen to us talk about creativity. We talk about getting to know your creative process. And And hashtag hashtag don't Instagram in public restrooms. And if you get too close to their whiskers, they do cut you. Because um, they're sh- they're they're like slightly sharp. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Thank you. All right. <laughs> away from catfish. Okay, away from catfish. Creativity. creativity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Creativity. How do you how do you get into that zone, Les? Mm, it depends. I feel like it depends on what type of creativity. Because I feel like that's the thing too. I I feel like as people were creative in different ways. Um, cause like some people really lean toward like when they are feeling that creative energy, they want to sit and write and do that. Um, and then some people want to write, but like music or lyrics or, um, so I think it's just like understanding what that itch. I think that's the hardest part about creativity is figuring out how to channel it and like what it means when you feel those energies and how to put that into actually creating. Like knowing your process. Absolutely. Yeah. And your process can be like really different too because oh I, everyone's process is different well from you each know? other but I'm even talking about like within your own process mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on what type of creativity you're doing mm-hmm. um because I think some parts of creativity it's like pushing through that like tired and allowing yourself to be um for me personally allowing myself to see that I'm tired and just say you know what I'm going to keep going and then I and then I don't care as much I give less fucks mm-hmm. I don't like care mm-hmm. that I'm not doing it perfectly. And so for me, sometimes that's something that's really helpful to me in my Your process. third eye is off. Exactly. So then I'm not micromanaging everything that I'm that I'm like writing or saying or doing. And I just allow myself the opportunity to mm-hmm. be creative. Does that only happen when you're tired, do you think? Or when you like have to push through? Or do you have other ways to shut off that third eye? For sure. Yeah. I think it's the the more that I do it, it's like a pra- it's a practice like everything mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. Practice makes perfect. So the more that you do it, the more you realize how not helpful it is mm-hmm. to have that person. So you just go and you just allow yourself that opportunity and that space to mess up. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the biggest thing. When I was thinking about this, because um, I knew we were going to talk about creativity, I, I thought of like, three C words for creativity. <laughs> and one of the, the biggest one is courage, like the courage to um, practice and try and put yourself out there in the world. And the other two for me, like places where I find creativity are connection, whether it's connection to a collaborator or connection to nature or connection to self. And um, let's see, courage connection what was the other one I'm so proud oh consistency Ooh, it's a good one because it like you said like sitting down and doing the work and that's something that I had to learn about myself if I do it first thing in my day when my brain is sharper I am much more productive in my creative goals Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense. And I think like, honestly, the biggest thing about creativity is like kind of how we've already been saying, I think figuring out what that process is for you and how it works for you because Mm -hmm. it can be so starkly different. I also find sometimes I get, I feel creative in different ways. So sometimes for me, because there are um, limits around writing song lyrics, to me, it's a lot easier 
to write that sometimes because I'm like, okay, well, at least there's some sort of form to this. Like and the so formula of the, it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like having like, okay, I know I'm going to have a verse and a chorus and, um, and a bridge and, or I'm going to have a verse and then a repetitive like refrain line. And so then it gives me these parameters to, and so for me, I find a lot of times writing what, like being in touch with self, like how you're saying connection to self. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when I, when I realize that I'm in that moment of like, oh, I'm feeling something right now. I need to express it. Mm-hmm. And I allow, allow myself the opportunity to do that and the space to do it. Cause it's so easy. Cause we've talked about this a bunch of times. I don't know about on the podcast, but I know like as friends, we've talked about how it's so easy to become engrossed in your day to day and your to-do list and to keep going, 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 going mm-hmm. to the point to where you don't allow yourself the creative space you need to mm-hmm. actually do what you what you really want to do. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Something that I've done in the last, kind of the last year a little bit is let go of the to-do list to allow that space because even though I love checking things off and crossing <laughs> them off and throwing lists away in the garbage or deleting them on my computer, that... I was getting all of that stuff done, but I wasn't getting the important stuff done. Like the stuff that meant something to me. Absolutely. Because I was like, I don't know. It was like a way to procrastinate, I guess, is making to-do lists. (laughs) Well, it's like you think that you're organizing. And again, like different strokes for different folks, like whatever works for you. But like for you, like you found that physically writing down the list, like took away from time where you could have actually been creative. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think that's it. Like the other thing I wanted to talk about too is there's many different like thoughts on creativity and and viewpoints. Um, but one of the ones I remember whenever we first became friends, you were talking about like Big Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love that book. Yeah, by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm-hmm. And it's really great. Like I love the way that she just talks about creativity as like this entity, this being that's like I, a part of I, you. Because I mean – I've been choreographing since I was like 15 years old. And when Elizabeth Gilbert talked about your, her creative genius first in her Ted talk before her book came out, like there was something I always, sometimes it it didn't matter how much I prepped and listened to the music, which I think that stuff is important. And I, I do the same thing in my acting and my writing now, like the research and the prep, it's this like letting go and, I, I would tell my students like the creative geniuses in the walls are going to start speaking to me. And it, like, it, I would have no idea what I was going to teach that night sometimes. And it would just flow out. And that's like the best place to be in um, and finding ways to get there. And I think trusting and not, I feel like if you get stressed and tense about like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Um, I don't know where the script is going to go. I don't know where the song is going to go. I don't know where this film is going to go but if you can relax and like sounds a little woo woo but just like (laughs) let and she also talks about how ideas are like floating around us all the time and we don't own our ideas and that was something too um something like I kind of noticed in the dance world too like the people like trying to take ownership of ideas but it was just something that was inspired by something else and I don't think you can own that like and it's hard in our especially in like the filmmaking world where you need to commercialize and sell your ideas so you can make more ideas like how and and I mean we've talked to so many guests 
some people are very protective of their ideas. Other people aren't. And that's really interesting too. It is. Because some people are very superstitious about like wanting to talk about it because A, they're afraid that someone's going to try to take that idea mm-hmm. or run with it before mm-hmm. or or how they're like, oh, I don't want to speak it aloud until it's in the process or whatever. I've, I've noticed yeah. that too. There's a lot of different practices around And some people don't care. Yeah, and some yeah. people don't care. But, but it's funny because I... At the end of the day, I think I'm learning and believing that no, even if somebody takes your idea, it will not be your idea because they can't take your voice and your experiences and your, most importantly, your perspective of the world and the characters and how people feel about the events that are happening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because that's one of the beautiful things about like the moment you realize that about being an actor specifically where um, unless you're writing your own material, you're often like you're, you're putting someone else's words out into the world. And, you know, even though it's their words, like they become your words at the time when you're speaking them in the sense of like, so ownership is such a weird thing to kind of define. Well, and, and it's very specific to you. The way that they come out of you and represent from you is completely different from the next person. And so a lot of times when you're auditioning for things, it has nothing to do with, you know, how well you did something. It has to do with just how you will let, let that creativity pass through you. Yeah. And not stifle it because that's the really interesting thing about acting too, is like sometimes it's really interesting when you're not specific with the script as an actor, auditions from 10 different people can actually look the same because very general choices are made. Um, I've seen it when I've auditioned for, um, short films that if you're not really thinking about the event and how, kind of how, like, how would not just the character, but how would I, cause we're all so different. Each one of us, every relationship is different. Each one of us reacts differently can be in a similar vein of how we would react. And there's certain things you have to honor in the script, but given circumstances, but it's also like really taking that in and like allowing your creativity to speak to you and come up with more than what's on the page. Like there's a lot of white on the page for a reason because that's what's supposed to be filled by you as the actor, those choices you make. Absolutely. Well, I think that the times that I've had the most fun in audition prep when I've had self tapes and stuff is when they're like, oh, well, there's a montage that happens here of like different things that the character's doing and it's not super specific with it. And I'm like, oh, I get to brainstorm around ideas that I can do and it makes me really excited. And then that's you putting, it's the same sort of thing. You can do that with any sort of script. Of course, it's not Mm -hmm. to that depth that Mm -hmm. you go to in creating because you don't have that much leeway. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you have you can look at any script that way yeah. as to how to relate it. And and it's not just, it's also to, you bring your own experience to it. Mm-hmm. Like your experiences in life, the things that you've been through, like as much as, um, you know, we can be upset about particular life things that have happened to us. It's all a part of who we are and, and who we are comes through in our creativity, whatever way, whether it's acting, writing. Cause that's the other thing I was going to say too. I found that for me, writing script wise, it's not something that I do a lot of, or I feel like I don't necessarily feel like it's fully my niche per se, but I find times where I have stories that I feel like I need to tell. And so I'll write them. And so creativity comes to me in a different way with, with writing scripts in particular. Um, but for me, it's, it's experience and like what I know, like 
it doesn't, I'm not a writer in the sense that like I want to completely research something completely different from everything that I know and then take that story or someone else's story and do that. Mm -hmm. Not to say that that wouldn't be exciting if I Mm -hmm. was hired to do that, but like that's not, for me, I think what my type of writing is, is writing closer to myself. Mm. Well, I think, I mean, there's a reason why many writing teachers say like, write what you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a reason for that cliche. And I think a lot of it has to do with if it's a world that you don't know and you don't research, it doesn't come off. It's the same thing that we were talking about with like as an actor picking up a script as a writer. If it's not specific, it doesn't come off as authentic. And there's so many people that will like, for instance, like writing about cops comes to mind. They write about cops and it's like every like cliche procedural idea of what a cop is, you know, and this is just one example. I mean, you could take a doctor, you could take any, any world that you haven't immersed yourself in and you don't know specifically. And it doesn't like the characters don't read true and don't read authentic because it's this idea of the world instead of the actual world. And so that's why it, like the scripts I've, I've wrote that are worlds that I know and people that I know, um, they just come off more alive because it's like not, e- some of it's not even written on the page. Like it's just knowing the intention of what's going on a little bit stronger because it, you've lived it and you've experienced it. Absolutely. Another part of creativity too, that I think is something that we don't necessarily associate with it is knowing when to ask for help. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in general, in a creative industry, it's a, it takes a village um, to, especially if you're creating films, uh, it's knowing where your crea- creativity is at its best use too, I think is very helpful. Cause like I've said, like I, right now I'm working on a project, I'm partnering with um, my, my friend, uh, Melanie Kantaya, and she's a great writer and I love like her ideas and how she approaches things. And I will help facilitate like research for stuff or doing that. And I really enjoy being that helper for it, but I like I know that in this particular instance, like I, my creativity is best served in assisting her creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And cl- that's collaboration. Absolutely. You know? And that's one of the things I think that's so beautiful about filmmaking mm-hmm. as opposed to a lot of other types of creativity is that like, I mean, every creativity requires some sort of outside source. Cause like if you're writing a book, even though you do most of that yourself, you have to have an editor come in and edit mm-hmm. and like, publishers. you need that outside, like that outside perspective because you get so close to it. It's the same thing with directing a film. If you edit the film, you need to bring somebody else in because they'll see things that you're not seeing. Cause you are so close to it. And so, like tangled up in what happened on set, the the actors, the relationships with the actors, the relationship to the way the lights were set up, you know, like there's so many more things that kind of take you out of like, what is the actual picture on screen and what is the story we're telling? Yeah, absolutely. Um, are there any other, cause we uh, mentioned Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert, are there any other creativity I love like, the artist's way. I think it's, yeah. I haven't ever done the full artist's way, but I'm a big component of um, when I've been in ruts, doing daily pages, doing artist dates, getting it out, opening it up, like picking an exercise to do. Yeah. 
Um, that was the other thing I was going to say too. I'm really glad that you said that because it jogged my memory in thinking about, um, one of the ways that when I am trying to write something, when I have something, having accountability from another person mm -hmm. is so helpful. And I've had meetings where I've either just text when we start and text when we stop or like have them on screen and we write together and have each other muted. And we do that. Like having someone who you can tell your goals to sometimes is really scary, but then it also puts it out in the world and accountability and, yeah. and it holds you accountable to getting where you want to get. I find deadlines very useful too. Those mm -hmm. are very, very, very useful. If you're, you know, you want to make something giving yourself, uh, actually it was really interesting at the film festival yesterday, one of the women film challenges films was in the Lighthouse International Film Festival. And she was talking about how it took her six years to make her first shorts. And she directed this awesome short in 72 hours with <laughs> a group of women. And it's like, they I mean, isn't it? Is it, no, it's not Murphy's law. That's what everything could go wrong. But there's another <laughs> physics law about like, whatever time you have to complete something, that's the amount of time it will take. That's why if you set a deadline for nine months, it'll take you nine months. If you set a deadline for, right. I mean, reasonable deadlines. Yeah. You can't like, <laughs> I'm going to write a feature in one night. Yeah, are <laughs> like, all right, well, I would this, be you very better impressed. be like writing that, your please, life. Please me direct message me. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Direct message, nothing shines like dirt or NSLD <laughs> underscore podcast on uh, Instagram and tell us about it because we really want to know. That'd be a fun challenge, I guess. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, a you say fun and all I can think, my heart just like <laughs> sunk into my belly and I felt very anxious immediately when you said that. <laughs> like rent a house, get four writers and be like, we're all going to write our own features in this weekend. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. Be very, you would get something. You might not have a feature at the end of it, but you would, I don't know. You'd have something. I kind of want to do this now. <laughs> See, our our, uh, our <laughs> podcast about creativity has caused us to be have creative ideas. It's amazing how that works. Um, it made me think of uh, Mary Shelley with Frankenstein because didn't she, I mean, it wasn't a weekend, but it was like, I think it was when she was on vacation is when she wrote it, I think, when she was with family. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Could be making that up. Don't, I mean, don't, I wrote um, a pilot because I was not wanting to write scenes for my series and I wrote a whole, <laughs> it, be, it was a great way to procrastinate and also be creative. And be creative at the same time. See, that's another thing too. If you have a tendency toward, because that's another thing I find as artists a lot of times and, and just as human beings, we tend to avoid what's really hard. Mm, mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's like, a survival. Yeah, absolutely. Evolution instincts, probably. <laughs> so yeah, probably. Um, but if it's like, if you figure out like, okay, that's what I'm doing, then, fi then finding ways to set uh, deadlines and accountability and whatever it is you need to do to allow yourself that space to do it. Because I, I will say that not having a regular job makes it really hard sometimes for me personally because I let everything else take up my time. Because you're like, oh, well, I have to get groceries so that we can eat because that's like a necessity. We have, we don't want to starve, you know, or I have this thing and this, this is dirty in the house. So allowing yourself, like for me personally, accountability is something that's been extremely helpful. I mean, that's how we started with mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. is we were accountability buddies um, through Dallas Travers class, um, her breakthrough class. And 
Um, what's funny is because now that Elise is across the country, we don't like we don't really do it anymore because it's so hard to find a time that works with the th- that three hour time difference. It's the worst time it, difference. It, it is. It's like I'd just, rather have six hours. Like I know because you worst. feel like it would be easier. It's that just that right amount of time difference that it makes things very complicated. It's so complicated. Um, I don't like when I'm here and my husband's in California. We like talk once a day, maybe. If I'm in LA and he's traveling for work, we talk all the time if he's on the same time zone. Mm-hmm. Like it's just weird. Like you just, you wake up, the other person's sleeping, your day started, the other person wakes up, then it's lunch, but the other person's day has started. That three hours just doesn't right. match up. It doesn't. And so I have been realizing, I have other people who I've started doing accountability stuff and, it's, and now that I've been doing it again more regularly, um, I um, it's amazing how my mind is like, okay, well, I have this and I have to talk to this person, so I'm going to make sure to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, it makes a big difference for me personally. Like that might not work for everybody, but that's mm-hmm. something for me in my journey of creativity that I've learned is very helpful. So it's a way to prioritize. It's it's just a different way to prioritize. Like I know, like I have to do it first thing in the day. Right. If you have it on, Yeah. So essentially with creativity, the big themes that we've had through many guests, like I'm trying to think if there's anybody in particular who has like some great like uh, creativity around writing. Ditto had um, some great stuff like talking about like different process that people I use. I loved how he talked about he just wants to get to the end, which was really interesting to me. Like it, it almost felt like he like is on a treasure hunt. And that's what he's that's how he like finds his way to the end of the script. Mm-hmm. Um I've, we've talked to so Tony, many people. Tony Sparadakis had a lot of great, specifically with writing, creativity, writing tips. Um, I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like we talk there's about, little tidbits. In, in every episode. Mm-hmm. It, so, I mean, it really depends. Like, well, this is another thing, too. So, um, Elise created these. Um, we went through and we created these playlists on SoundCloud that are very specific. So, if you guys are trying to create something, if you have a particular niche that you fall into, you're a writer or a director. Or um, you're wanting to be, a, you want to direct something or you want to write something. We, um, yeah, we, we have, have it a, separated. Mm-hmm into like these are director podcasts these mm-hmm. are writer on, on soundcloud yeah. I, itunes doesn't let us do that but if you get on soundcloud if you get uh, on soundcloud you can at least use that and you don't use soundcloud you can mm-hmm. use it as a reference mm-hmm. so that you can say okay these are the podcasts i need to listen to if mm-hmm. i'm gonna really try to jump start my writing yeah um but i think that's a helpful way because we talk about essentially with every guest what their process is mm-hmm. yeah which yeah. is why it's so interesting to know. Is and that's inspired. So I mean, talking about not just books, but I, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts <laughs> and I also, um, like read biographies and, you know, like some of the biographies that I'm thinking of are like Tina Fey or memoirs or whatever, not biographies like Tina Fey's and Amy Poehler's is really good. And very um, honest. Mm-hmm. And like finding, finding people whose careers have inspired me and like, their journeys I think are also inspirational and and remembering that you know it's a journey as cliche and as (laughs) (laughs) as much as we want to get to the Emmys and hold it like it's also (laughs) it's the process of like kind of taking a second and being like oh my god like I always like think of my 
year ago self, like what they would think of what I'm doing today and like where I'm at. You can even write, you can do emails to that too, mm-hmm. which is something mm-hmm. that we did in Dallas's class, which I thought was mm-hmm. really cool is you can, um, I don't remember what the name of the site is. Maybe I can look it up and I can add it yeah. um, for this, um, for this episode. But even like going backwards oh, instead yeah. of forwards, like thinking like, okay, a year ago I was doing this and this, and these were my goals. And then now how have they changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, what have I accomplished and what haven't I accomplished? And it's sometimes it's good to know what you haven't accomplished and then you can kind of be curious on why and like that curiosity and you can refocus that, that should be another c for creativity is curiosity <laughs> she's got all the c's <laughs> all the c's somebody i don't know that's i don't know that must be floating in my subconscious from somewhere i read a lot so <laughs> well and then you were the other thing you're talking about the other c you used was connected not with we were talking about being connected with yourself like listening to yourself but mm-hmm. also like going to places and being around people who inspire you, like mm-hmm. whether it's like not even going to places, like even if you can't like afford to go somewhere, look up um, different uh, talks from film events mm-hmm. or um, pe- TED talks TED or, talks. or um, no film school has a lot of, has a lot of good interviews on it. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many, I mean, the roundtables from Hollywood Reporter, those those are are really inspiring. There's like, there's something about those, and I hope it stays this way. I haven't actually watched the ones from this last year. Mm -hmm. But when they first started to, there was like this very vulnerable authenticness about them, I thought. Where it was like people just talking to each other. Yeah, because it was set up that way. And it wasn't like, sometimes, you know, and I'll watch interviews from like the late night shows or... Ellen or something with you know a creative person and sometimes those feel a little more staged because it's about the entertainment process but there's something about those roundtable interviews where I feel like it was peers having a very intimate conversation that we just get to a sneak peek on mm-hmm. which clearly we, which is our inspiration too for I mean for this yes yeah I was gonna say which clearly we don't yeah. like that at all yeah um but like allowing yourself to be connected to other creative people too is mm-hmm. such a great way to like whether you have that kind of approach where you're like well they're doing it why can't I do it or if it's just like wow well, they're doing it I can do it like whichever thing and gets having that mindset and not getting sucked down the hole of comparing and you know the contrast of it but seeing anybody's win as a win for you as an artist like or another actor getting a role or a director getting financing for a film like it's a win for all of us because something's getting made and it's not to take away from you and that that I think can be very very difficult and it's much easier to say than to actually do (laughs) do Mm -hmm. but um like looking at everyone's win as a win for you. Absolutely. Especially like people, you know, who have like big things happen for them or big steps. Like, again, like you said, like, you know that, Hey, this, like, this is awesome. This happened for them. And I know this person, I'm connected to this person. This can happen for me just the same. Mm -hmm. And just trying to stay in that positive mindset. Cause Mm -hmm. that's, I think the only thing you have to be careful of when you're doing any sort of networking and, and being around a lot of people. Or even getting on Instagram. (laughs) Like, (laughs) You don't. You could be sitting at home taking a poo and <laughs> go down the rabbit hole of yeah, you know, torture of like I'm not doing enough. I'm not like look at all these people's fabulous lives and it's like okay, yeah. let's take a step back. <laughs> let's reassess here. This people not- are advertising their best days on 
that platform as much as we, you know, I had a discussion with a friend of like, he wants to start a hashtag like ordinary day or ordinary stuff of like, (laughs) you know, the the grocery shopping and, you know, whatever it is, like not, I'm on the beach, mm -hmm. there's a rainbow, there's like, (laughs) I just won this award. Look at this beautiful sunset, look at this, like, yeah. yeah. And knowing yourself, like if you're in a mindset, because we all have bad days, maybe don't get on Instagram that day, you know? Or protect yourself yeah. from that like yeah. dark deep that's hole another, you can go. I mean that's a whole nother thing you know talking about knowing yourself with process know yourself with mindset stuff too uh, knowing yourself in general <laughs> is uh, is <laughs> pretty <laughs> recommended um, for every aspect of life um, it's not gonna hurt at all like yeah. Go, go to that, go to that like group therapy, go to that, like, you know, <laughs> do that meditation, therapy. do that meditation, go to yoga, go, yeah, exactly. Take Connect with yourself as yeah. like, like, like you said earlier, as woo woo as some of the stuff sounds like it really does make a difference in how you approach things. And honestly, more than anything with creativity, it's how you approach it in my own personal experience is what makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. If you impro- approach it with that right like mind of create of of positivity and of just like sharing, then you don't get all of the other yeah. neg- the, the of, stuff that coming from you a down. place of service and absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And having the bigger I think it's always going back to the bigger picture. Absolutely. Like this isn't gonna matter a year from now, five years from now. Right. Like honestly, how, how like stuck we get on particular aspects of a process and you're like, you know what? Nope. I'll just move on. Cause that's one thing I'll say is like when you're actually in the process in pre-production and production of a film, that's the only option you have. If you sit there and like whine about it and dwell on it, you're like, okay, well I just missed like an hour or two hours that I could have been finding someone else to solve this solution. Yeah. Yeah, It's a waste of energy. And honestly, when you're being creative, you got to use all that energy in the right space. So Reach out to us. Let us know what you do. Yeah. For your creative process. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to know. Positive mindsets. Yeah. You share can. resources with us. We'll share them with. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like the best place for people. I mean, you can email us at nothing shines like dirt at gmail.com or tag us. Mm-hmm. Post yeah, on that Instagram. works too. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. a big fan of Instagram right now. Yeah. Clearly mm-hmm. while pooing. <laughs> Everybody does it. I was going to say, we Everybody all do it. Everybody does you it. You know you do it. <laughs> when you get caught that's up. why i swear to god uh lines for women's bathrooms are even worse these days <laughs> because people are sitting there on their instagram instead of just going to the bathroom and leaving the bathroom because Honestly, it's a private place to just well, like oh for first of all though let's talk about that public <laughs> restrooms ladies let's get our shit together just sit down on the seat yes i agree don't I hover agree. because if you hover and then it you makes don't clean, it worse for everybody it's bad for everyone and then just get in there and get out like if you want to hang out on instagram like do it like somewhere else yes. not in a public restroom yes sorry public service announcement <laughs> via me <laughs> i was like that's one of the things makes we're me gonna so end mad. on this note <laughs> of course have a good Why one not? guys yeah <laughs> All right. Don't Instagram in public toilets. All right. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>